On this week's episode of Cultivating Her Space, I'm not going to explain to you what I do for this world or whatever, because the people who are called to see me clearly, they will manifest and magnetize. And if I'm so busy trying to convince someone else to love me, I'm not having time to give the energy of someone who just understands the value of my presence to do so. Stop explaining shit. Today's episode is sure to provide you with motivation, inspiration, or a fresh perspective. If you have any aha moments or appreciate anything from this episode, please leave us a review to let us know we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes and visit cultivatingherspace.com to access our exclusive after show and other bonus content from the Patreon tab. Welcome to Cultivating Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're your hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. Hey, lady. It's Terry here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. I'm hosting a free podcasting masterclass where I'm going to teach you how to create your impactful podcast and how you can generate multiple streams of income. You can visit podcastwithterry.com to register for free. I hope to see you there. All right, lady. Today we have a very special guest. And my personal mantra for this episode is be normal, Terry. Because I am a huge fan, okay? And Dom and I are so excited about today's guest, okay? Today's guest is not only a vibe, she is a whole experience, baby, okay? She's fine as fuck. She's extra as fuck. And by the end of this episode, she just might have you ready to throw that ass in a healing circle, okay? So get ready, y'all. Get ready. Mentioned in Forbes as one of the top eight Black wellness experts to have on your radar and recently appearing in Issa Rae's HBO Max show, Sweet Life, Brittany Floyd Mayo, known as Trap Yoga Bay, is bridging the gap between self-care and cultural relevance. Trap Yoga Bay introduces those who feel ostracized from the typical yogi experience to the idea that self-care looks like you. Trap Yoga with Trap Yoga Bay is a vinyasa-style experience backed by the heavy bass and hypnotic rhythms of trap music spun by a live DJ paired with the Brittany's signature ratchet affirmations, plus an energizing 45-minute yoga set. A Trap Yoga Bay experience is definitely way more lit than your average yoga class. In addition to touring, Brittany has increased her focus on a thriving and swiftly growing online community at tribe.trapyogabay.com. And there's more, y'all. There's a Trap Yoga Bay app that you can download on iOS and Android. Brittany offers mindset coaching and speaking opportunities, as well as the Trap Yoga Bay experience in person or virtually through private booking. And we will add a link to that in the show notes so you can get your whole life. So, Brittany, we want to welcome you to Cultivating Her Space. Hey, thank you so much for having me, ladies. I'm excited. Maybe I tell myself, be normal, be normal. Because 
you're my friend in my head too. I watch your stories and y'all, I'm also on them close friends. You got to do what you got to do to get up in there because it's lit. Okay. <laughs> I'm just blushing y'all. I'm not even going to say anything. I'm just passing the time. Okay. Be normal. Yes, yes. The mantra for this episode, be normal. Oh All right. So, so our quote of the day. Now, Brittany, this will sound really familiar to you because these are your words. And lady, if you have not followed Brittany yet on her Instagram, you are missing out. Like, like real talk, you are missing out. You can really get your whole life, be inspired, all the, all the things. So our quote of the day. Yes, you may have had some of your darkest days when things didn't go as planned before. But if you follow those feelings up with inner work and self-compassion, you'd notice that it's all just a part of your origin story, developing you into the phenomenal human you are destined to be. I'm going to say it one more time for the folks in the back because you really need this message. Yes, you may have had some of your darkest days when things didn't go as planned before. But if you follow those feelings up with inner work and self-compassion, you'd notice that it's all just a part of your origin story, developing you into the phenomenal human you are destined to be. Oof, that was a word right there. So, Brittany, when you hear your words, reflected back to you what comes up give us some background and context of what might have inspired these words sure so you know the thing about ratchet affirmations are i call them uh, real world experiences or sage advice that reminds you of your favorite rap lyrics and sometimes when i'm having these like kind of aha moments those captions, those affirmations, they come to me and they come to me far too fast for me to just kind of put them out there. So they end up in this kind of like facts, like I have hundreds of things that have come to mind. And so when they come back up, it's almost as, as hard hitting and natural timing as, as though it never was me, if that makes sense. So sometimes when I hear it, you know, because life is cyclical and we deal with the same shit, but a different day and different characters. I'm like, damn, that was like past me looking out for future me, just hearing that. So sometimes it's my own stories. Sometimes it's something that I learned from a client or something that came up or you know, a revelation I had as I was reading some interesting material, but I love hearing it. <laughs> That makes perfect sense. It's like spirit is giving you those downloads and it's like, I don't know where this came from, but I'm going to take it. So we yeah, love that. Sure. But we appreciate that. So Brittany, can you tell us what is your origin story and what was your journey to becoming a yoga instructor and mindset coach? Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a bullet point because we only got about 45. But basically, you know, I got married very young. I got married at 19. I became a mom at 20 two-time mom at 23. And I had what I thought I wanted, which was a husband. I, I did not have any adjectives about what that should be. Good husband, kind husband, provider. I was just like, husband, you please? Because that gave me, at the time, validation. Someone, someone said, I like her enough 
to put up with her and she'll put up with me. And so one day I realized that that wasn't enough. And then that particular day, um, my husband had become very violent, physically violent towards me. And I knew that that wasn't going to work. So I left. I drove 32 hours from where we lived in Texas back to California. And I laid on my parents' floor for weeks. And I just knew that I was broken. I knew that I had given up everything for the promise of nothing. And I asked myself, when was the last time you felt okay? And that's what I often ask my clients or people when they're like, I feel lost. Um, When was the moment that you realized that you were lost? And when was the last time you felt like yourself? Because that's where you left you. So let's go back to that. And so for me, it was yoga. And at that point, it was like, nah, I'm not just about to go to some regular yoga studio. Like, I am ready for my eat plan. So I booked a flight. I applied for some schools, traveled to India, where I became a certified vinyasa instructor. And when I came back, I had finished getting my master's degree in positive psychology. And I was actually in medical school. And I had a friend who owned a yoga studio. And she just wanted to fill her roster. She offered me a spot. And I was like, well, can I get creative freedom? And she's just like, girl, I don't give a damn what you do. So I was like, hear me out. Think yoga, but two chains. She was like, I don't care. And so I did this like little twerky, flowy thing. It was like, meet me at this studio. And 90 people showed up. And that was that, was that moment for me. And I have not stopped since. And that was February. 6, 2017. All right, we're going to interrupt the conversation for a quick minute with some exciting news. Are you ready? Are you ready? Guess what? We're hiring! And the role is 100% remote. If you want to make a name for yourself in the podcast industry and work with one of the top podcasts in the world, Visit herspacepodcast.com slash career. Lady, I'm a firm believer in addressing all aspects of our health and recognizing the connections between our other health components and our mental health. Today, I want to talk to you about sexual health. When it comes to optimizing our sexual experiences, lube is the key to maximizing pleasure, whether we're alone or with a partner. So when you lubricate, you want to make sure it's done with the highest quality, body-safe ingredients. And trust me, nothing beats UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious, high-grade silicone lubricant made from clean, body-friendly ingredients. The simple ingredient list makes it easy to use by people with sensitivities to other lubricants. It's just silicone with a little vitamin E. The vitamin E leaves a velvety finish that actually moisturizes the skin. So, lady, if you want to add this to your bedroom arsenal, right now, UberLube is offering Cultivating Her Space podcast listeners a special offer. 10% off and free shipping when you use the code HERSPACE at uberlube.com. That's 10% off and free shipping. Just use the code H-E-R-S-P-A-C-E at U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E. Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. Have you been wanting to work with me but aren't a resident of California? Well, now's your chance. Grab your favorite beverage and join me for a Saturday self-care session. We will assess your current self-care strategies, discuss helpful sleep tips, 
and get realistic self-care regimens for your daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly lifestyle goals. Visit drdominiquebroussard.com to sign up today. That's D-R-D-O-M-I-N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com. Wow. I mean, you know, for the bullet points version, like, I'm sitting in awe. It's amazing. Thank you, Dr. Dunn. It, it's, it, your story is amazing. And so I want to go back to when you talk about feeling lost, right? And you mentioned that oftentimes, how the question you ask your clients is when was that moment the last time you felt okay? And so for you, what was that moment where you at last felt okay? It was in a yoga class. I was on my mat and it was at the end of the class and I was laying there and I just like opened my eyes and you know how like, it happens when you're laying in the bed and you're crying because like we've all been there. And I just felt the tears run down the side of my face. And then the tears got cold inside my ears. And I knew that those weren't the usual tears that I had been crying, right? The tears of like sadness and frustration, loss. It was, I felt at home. I felt safe in that space. It wasn't until much later that I learned that a lot of our trauma and a lot of our heartbreak we hold in our bodies and yoga is all about moving that energy. So years later, I learned that in that moment, whatever sequence that I did helped me unlock some of the trauma and some of the heartache that I was having in some particular area in my body. And I can only imagine what I could have done differently had I known that that's what was happening and added more awareness to it, which fast forward plays a huge role into what I do now, I, I want to help people add awareness to what you're doing with our body. We want to get that mind-body connection back in. And since then, of course, I've expanded it beyond just doing yoga because I also want you to throw that ass in the healing circle because there's a science and there's a you know cathartic release for that as well. That is so powerful. And I do want to say that you are you are incredibly inspiring. I know so many people would agree with us, whether it's listeners, folks on social media, you're so inspiring. And when I think about your brand and what you represent. And how you show up, the word that comes to mind for me is just freedom, right? Like freedom. That's what comes up. And I hope this isn't offensive, but I'm going to try to articulate this the best way as possible. But knowing who you are. Yeah. Okay. There we go. We're going we go to be, we go be normal. We're going to speak our truth or, or not, right? As far as normal. So knowing who you are today and how you show up, I would assume that for some people, I know for me, people have said this to me as well. It's hard to believe that you were this conservative wife. Like, I can't even admit, because this is what we know. We know this bold, like, courageous woman. So to think about who you were back then, it's like, how, Sway? But I want to ask this question because I'm thinking about women that listen now, and they're in that space of, like, the old mm-hmm. Brittany. And can you, like, bridge the gap on how do you get from being where you were to being your true, authentic, fucking awesome self? Right? Because they may not even think it's possible for them. I would say. The biggest thing that I would do is stop explaining shit. Very often, you know, 
when we want someone to accept us, but constantly adding the storyline and we're constantly trying to get them to see our point of view. And what that actually does in, in our mind is tell us, you are not sure of this because if you were, you wouldn't be sitting there trying to do this back and forth, trying to do this exchange, trying to come down to their level, bring you up to theirs. And so, you know, I typically just say like, understand that no is a full ass motherfucking sentence, right? And it is, but also I said what I said. I am who I am. And it's, you know, if someone, I have clients who are like, oh, you know, I used to be a stripper and I wouldn't want anyone to find that out because no baby, own that shit. And if you ever pay attention to my page, sometimes people come and they say like really gnarly things. They'll be like, you just seem so ghetto. And I always say, and I am. I don't have to explain to you. I'm not ghetto. I've got these degrees. I've transcended. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I know who I am. So I, whatever people can see in me is only at the level that they are capable of seeing. As a woman who is sophista ratchet and who twerks on her page and who curses and who calls even her clients bitches, right? I also know who I am and what my goals are and that I'm a benevolent creature and that I love unconditionally. And so if you see me and all you see is the twerking, it's more about you than it is about me. I'm not going to explain to you what I do for this world or whatever, because the people who are called to see me clearly they will manifest and magnetize. And if I'm so busy trying to convince someone else to love me, I'm not having time to give the energy of someone who just understands the value of my presence to do so. Stop explaining shit. People are often committed to their misconceptions of you and I let them do it. And, and when you do that, you become more solidified in who you are because you're not spending time explaining yourself, which is also Given space for feedback. That would be my best. Rewind it. Stop explaining yourself. Woo. Sis, you are preaching a word on here already. And I love it. And I hope that our listeners are writing all of these nuggets down because you've already said so many things that are like quotable and, 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 and inspiring. Thank and you. so... I want to talk about body image, right? Because like you on your Instagram, like there's videos of you like working out and twerking. And first of all, let me just say, I need to figure out how to get like that. Like, damn, the talent is amazing. Like, damn, 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 damn. And so twerking is my favorite pastime. <laughs> I listen. I like to twerk too, but it can't move like that. So. <laughs> Yes. But when you when you speak about body image, you remind yourself and others that we have two options. Come on, tell me. Two options. Only. So what are those options? And I'm so glad you asked. How did you create your self-hyping ritual after having your first child? Mm-hmm. So you have two options when it comes to body image. Fix that shit or own that shit. You don't get to complain. It's within our realm, right? Some things you can fix, some things you just need to own up to. And so for me, after having a kid, understand that 
the biggest thing for me was my stomach, right? Like I was, I was barely not a teen, was 20, with stretch marks on my stomach, which, you know, I'm very proud of being a mom, but I did not like very early on, I did not like my body telling a story that I wanted to tell when I felt like telling. Right? I, I it didn't feel good to me that you would see my stomach and automatically be like, that's somebody's mom. You know what I mean? Like for me. And for years it was learning how to own it. Now, let me tell you two places that taught me this, because it didn't just fully come out of my mind. Miami and Rio de Janeiro. Okay? So in both of those cities, I saw women who, you know, people wouldn't traditionally call beautiful. I didn't say I wouldn't. I thought they were fucking gorgeous. But other people would say things about them. When I saw them in string bikinis with their fupas out, sexy, 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 baby. Men were chasing them down the street. And I had this aha moment where I realized it's not about the exterior. It is for sure 1,000% confidence because I've also seen a lot of bad bitches who lack confidence and and it shows up in their cattiness it shows up in how they judge other women it shows up it shows up it shows up and so if I'm seeing these women who are commercially accepted as beautiful and these women who are supposedly supposed to be modest and outcast because of their body type and they have the exact flip I realize it's all mindset and the reason why people trip off of your saggy breast or your stretch marks on your stomach or your cellulite or whatever, your lack of edges, whatever the fuck it is, is because you give energy and space for it to be that way. When you have this, it doesn't bother me. It's whatever. Take me as I am. The right people fall in line every single time. So I'm saying... If, if there's something that's bothering you, you can fix it. I don't care if it's going to the gym. I don't care if it's dieting. I'm not judging you if it's surgery. Do what makes you happy. But if you're not going to fix it, you don't get to complain because you are beautiful. You are whole. You are worthy of love. Own it. Talk about holding yourself accountable. I appreciate that so much. And I saw, I like screenshot that post that you had on social media where it said, fix that shit, on that shit. I'm like, yes, because I'm a new mom. So I'm like, the tummy area, I'm like, I'm, I'm with you, girl. I'm like, oh my God. But Yay. I appreciate that so much. And it sounds like a lot of the tools and the strategies and recommendations that you have are really, they really come from like solitude and doing the self-work. Like you really reprogramming <laughs> yourself, right? Yes, absolutely. I call it re-raising myself. Mm. There's the, we all have this this little girl in us who's looking for, is this the right thing to do? Will they love me? Am I acceptable? Am I likable? And as the sage in me, the, the grown-up exterior, I'm constantly talking to that little girl and saying, it doesn't matter if they like you. I like you. A lot of that internal dialogue. We love that over here. And Brittany, this conversation is so amazing, but... We do want to shift up the energy a little bit. And mm, 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 because we recognize, appreciate, and celebrate the multifaceted woman, and we believe that it's okay to be bougie and classy and ratchet, okay? We know that you can still be elegant and dance to strip club music, so we want to invite you to the OU Blatchet segment. So do you take on the yeah. challenge? I take on the challenge. Like, yes. 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 Like, Blatchet me. Let go. 
Blessing me. Okay, come on, girl. Dang but now, now that you've agreed, we're going to tell you what you agreed to. So we're going to ask you three questions. We then have three sentence completions. And then we have three photos pulled up of you from social media. <laughs> and we want you to choose one photo and provide some context about the photo that we would not know by just looking at the photo. Okay. So, are you ready? I'll be in some <laughs> shit. So let's go. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> the first question is What's the best piece of wisdom or advice you've ever received? I would say be willing to pay the consequence of being yourself. Ooh. I like that. I'm going to that energy a little bit. What's the next one? I, I think I might know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. I have four words for you. Twerk or two-step? Twerk. I know. I felt no it. brainer. I felt right? It. Right, 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 right. All day. I could twerk and two-step at the same time, baby. Yeah. Talented. Yes. It's called okay. talent. It's called talent. talent. It's called talent. I can do all things. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> now, this next question. I'm very curious to see how you can answer this. So, okay. Brittany, what is the sexiest item you own? My mind. Yes, yes. Shit, right. uh-huh. The shit that it can do. Okay. okay. Hey. Come through brains. Come through brains. <laughs> All right. So, Brittany, now we're going to do the sentence completion. Okay. One question or topic I wished people asked me about more often is happiness. I, I never not want to talk about how to be happy. It's a big fucking deal. Happiness. That is so crazy. You are not going to believe this. So our next sentence completion is what I would love to tell people about happiness is <gasps> it's a choice. The human brain was never designed to make you happy. It was created to help you survive. And survival means always looking for threats. Happiness is a choice. You will never find it. you got to choose. Thank you for asking. Okay. I I always do this, Dom. I feel like I always interrupt the sentence completion with a question. But I have to know. Okay, Brittany, so a lady's listening to the episode and she's like, oh, that's cute. I want to choose to be happy, but like my predicament is all messed up. I wake up in the morning, I'm in a funky mood. What is the path to happiness, choosing happiness in, in that life, like in that predicament? Controlling what you can through discipline. Pick tiny habits. There's a reason why I make my bed first thing in the morning. Because I need to know that I am capable of accomplishing something and I can clean my shit up. You didn't fuck your life up in a day. You're not going to fix it in a day either. Take your time. Get some fucking discipline. Come on, coach. Yes, yes, yes. All right. I see you. All right. So, our final sentence completion. What I love most about myself is... My heart. Aww. <laughs> I, like, people think that I'm, like, that I am, like, I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck. I actually care a lot. I care a lot about humanity. I care deeply about Black women. And I dedicate my entire life, like, it holds so much space for us because I'm just I think that we're worthy and I want to be a shining example of 
what it looks like to, to love myself and then love the world as an extension. My heart. I'm a sweetie. Oh, your face just lit up and the smile was so big when we asked that question and you had to answer. I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. Well, my fake wholesome ass, but you know. <laughs> it's all right. We multi, multi-dimensional over here. It's all good. Mm-hmm. But speaking of multi-dimensional, so we got these fire ass photos pulled up. Good Lord. Okay. I want to cover them all, but we want you to choose a number of one in three and then we're going to reveal the picture and what we want you to do is provide some context because some people are only going to be listening to the episode. So tell them what the, what we're looking at and then okay. give us the context. It's so tough. Okay, Britt. So between out of one and three, what's your number? I'm going to choose number one because I'm a winner. I'm so happy. Okay, get ready for this picture, y'all. Okay, and okay. Please, y'all. I'm bracing myself. Ooh. Okay. Yes. So in this picture that you're witnessing, I know it's hard to tell because I look so good at the all-time and era. This picture was actually taken in 2015. It's a very old picture. And it was the first kind of photo shoot that I did. I am in an Amazon bikini, but don't let the Amazon fool you. It is a rainbow one piece with straps all over the titties and the sides. I'm looking fierce. The wind is blowing through my hair. My legs are crossed in a mari achina yoga pose. And the beach behind me is Miami Beach. Sun-kissed skin. I don't have very many tattoos then as I have full sleeves and all over now. And in this particular photo, this was the first time I was photographed after the story I told you where I left my ex-husband, I had just gotten my passport and had never left the country before, but India was the first time. So this trip to Miami was me trying to see if I could survive away from home, away from my kids, by myself in a foreign city. While I was on the beach, this man approached me and said, I want to take pictures of you. And I was like, "Ah, I guess. Phenomenal guy. Took this picture. When I saw myself and I saw the strength and the beauty in me, I broke down and cried. I just, I didn't know that I was that beautiful and that strong because so much had been taken from me in my marriage. And the man told me, I'll give you these photos, but you have to make a public Instagram. I didn't even have an Instagram at the time. So he gave me the photos. I created Instagram that day. And he and I are still really good friends to this day. And that was probably the day, I wouldn't say Trap Yoga Bay was born, but that was the day that I, I woke up to myself. A very, very powerful picture. That is so mind-blowing. What an incredible story. And if y'all have to go to her page and look at the caption and just take a look at, I mean, this is just swipe through. While we're here, I just want to show you the other pictures real quick. I just want to okay. show you what we chose. Because okay. okay. you can see the growth and the difference in the picture. So this is another Ooh, picture. that was my 30th birthday in Antigua. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the end, I was, I was out here. Out here, okay. And then this picture right here, badass yes. boss. Y'all got to go yes. to my Instagram. Look at the pictures. Those look are the videos. Perfect, you know, successions. Of, right. By then, I was full-blown. I am full-blown me in that picture. Wow. Got the red suit on. Y'all go to her Instagram. Look at the pictures. Look at the videos. Titties, titties. Life was good. Kitty's kitten. Yes. That thing be banging. Yes. All that good stuff, okay? 
Now I done got distracted, Dom. So let's get us back on track here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, we could sit and talk for hours. And so, but we do have to finish the interview. And we do want to be respectful of your time. But for those who are listening and they're like, yo, I want to be a part of this. Like your energy is just, it's magnetic. And we just, I, we need to be, we need to be connected. For those who have not had the chance to experience trap yoga, specifically from Trap Yoga Bay, what is it? How is it? And how can they attend your next live in-person event? Yes. So Trap Yoga is a vinyasa-style yoga experience. And if you don't know what vinyasa means, don't trip. Because when you're rocking with me, I'm going to let you know. I'll teach you the hard way because we like it like that. But in every class, I go through flows. But the most beautiful thing is are the things that make it different is every class has a live DJ and the music is curated. The flows are curated to the song and the energy of the song. We include those things, those ratchet affirmation, the real world advice. that sounds like your favorite rap lyrics. And we take lots and lots of work breaks. So I will teach you how to, as we said, throw that ass in the hell of the circle. And there's just so much levity to the class. I think yoga can be very intimidating. I think we have this preconceived notion of what yoga looks like and it doesn't look like us, not our skin, not our bodies, none of those sort of things. And so I take I take this 2,000-year-old practice and I bring it to some cultural relevance. And then like we have fun. So there's this thing, you know, downward facing dog. I feel like everybody knows that one yoga pose. In my class, I call it my favorite pose, but a freak pose. And then we have like open leg forward fold and that's child support pose. So it's really making it so that you understand that yoga is for you. The self-care looks like you and creating that safe space. I think a lot of times people who love yoga and love the practice, they're like, come, let's do this nirvana. And people are like, bitch, please. Like, that sounds so boring. Like, I'm going to fall asleep or I'm going to fart. And, it, and it's because there's too much of a gap between where we are now and what that is. Plus, Trabiopa is super lit for women like me who are over 30. We're like, maybe I'm done with the club, but I do still want to turn up. So it gives you that opportunity to sweat, turn up, be among your people, listen to your music, have that safe space to move your body and express yourself while still learning about boundaries and self-care and self-acceptance and self-love. And to find me, at this point, baby, you got booked me. I ain't gonna hold you. You just got booked me. We have not been producing our own events since the pandemic. And honestly, it's because I have a lot of big name clients, Google, Meta, I teach them. If you pay attention to my page, you, you'll see a lot of my celebrity clients when I'm like on their stage. I tour with celebrities and I teach yoga with them, you know, in between shows. I help them learn how to meditate. A lot, a lot of fun things. But I'm still for the people. I ain't cheap, but I'm for the people. DM me. I'll send you a link. We can make it happen. Yes. And when you're in the Bay, let us know. We'll pull up. Come support yes. you. Okay. Because you know yes. that's my hometown. Yes. We right in your mm-hmm. hometown. Dom is a little in what, SoCal, I guess, technically, Dom. But you can come on up. We can, yes. Yeah, we can make it work. 
Well, one of the things that I know we're aware of is that your Bay friends, you know, appreciate your honesty, your confidence, the body shots, all that good stuff. But I know the twerk police will sometimes, you know, come into the come into the Instagram. So can you talk to us a little bit about why you believe the world if you believe this, doesn't like confident women, because it feels like there's like this agenda against free, confident women. And then how can one fully start setting boundaries? Mm -hmm. Simply put, it's shadow work. For a lot of times when other, specifically other women are policing you, you're like, wait a second, it's not you holding up the patriarchy. Not you, because they don't like you either. But a lot of times what we don't like in other people is a version of ourselves that we've disowned. And so it's not so much that people are like, I hate you. What they're saying is, I hate that you express yourself in ways that I don't feel safe. And so for me, it's a lot easier to not be upset with those women and to have compassion like, damn, that's working bothers you because you wish you could twerk. Because if you had to ask, you would do it. Or you got to ask, but you can't. Okay. Because you're so afraid that society wouldn't accept you as a free woman that not only do you repress yourself, but you repress other people around you. Sometimes when you show up free and with joy, no matter what you've been through, it challenges people and in their minds, it invalidates their experience. They're like, I'm a divorcee. I'm a single mom. I can't be happy. And then I'm out here like, I'm happy though. I'm happy though. And they're like, damn, that that does not affirm what I believe to be true about the world. How fucking dare you challenge what I, my self-limiting beliefs. So I think a lot of it is that. And again, when you can think of it that way or you can look at it that way, I'm like, girl, you hate you. Why would I hate you too? I'm going to block your ass though. <laughs> I'm going to block that you. Part, that part. You got you to gotta get from around her. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. Loss of what? Loss of self. That's powerful. Because boundaries like a motherfucker, as you say, boundaries right? Boundaries like a motherfucker. Okay. Boundaries like a motherfucker. And it depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm in a mood to 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 play, and they'll yeah. say things, and I'll be like, and I am. I'm like, no man will ever marry you. I can assure you that it won't be you. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. So it's 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 them. It's them. People can only see what they see. Because my life is so good and so lit and so lovely. I don't notice anything anyone else is doing unless it's something that brings me joy. Like Terry's close friends. I see all of that. All, all of it. I've been looking at my phone like, oh, green, green. You can, green. She you can green. inspire some new posts now. <laughs> she be asking good questions. I be like, I'm a, and I'm going to answer it. King, girl, we can talk about it all day long. What you want now? I love it. I love it. So, Brittany, you are clearly exuding and embracing who you are, right? Right. And like I said before, your energy is magnetic. And other folks are... You know, we talked about those folks who look at it and they're like, they're not there yet, right? Mm-hmm. How do they get there? What is the work that they need to do to embrace themselves? You can't embrace yourself until you know who you are. 
so there's this there's this idea of releasing the rules, bullshit rules that society put on you to tell you who you are and started actually exploring that. You'd be surprised how many people are afraid of finding themselves, afraid of figuring it out, right? Like like going with the levity and keeping up with clearly my obsession with Jesterius, close friends. You know, every time, like every friend I meet, homegirl, p- potential romantic interest, five seconds in, I'm like, yo, have you ever taken a video sentence? I'm just curious. What's your cake? Are you vanilla? Nothing wrong with being vanilla. I just want to know, you know, and you'd be surprised how many times people refuse to, to do that level of exploration because they're like, I don't want to know. They'll say things like, I don't want to know if I like being choked or tired. I'm like, well, why wouldn't you want to know? Right. Because we're constantly judging our experiences. We're judging our thoughts. We're judging things. And we're like, and people are like, well, if I'm this way, I, someone's not going to accept me. No, 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 no. They'll never accept you because people only enjoy the real you. And until you find out who the real you are is, you can't present that person. And until you present that person, you will never be affirmed that when you show up as yourself, people gonna fuck with that. And so anytime I show up as me and I accept me, and then I start to notice that other people are gravitating towards that, that reminds me and affirms me the importance of just showing up as myself. Now. Let me give you some courage for that because everybody wants to be super likable and you don't want to be that. There are 7.98 billion people in the world. If everyone liked you, you would never get sleep. You would always be broke. You would be torn and pulled in 10,000 different directions. You don't need to be acceptable to everyone in the world. You need to be honest about who you are so that the right people will come. And that's what I think about all the time when, when men are commenting and they're like, no man will ever marry you acting like that. And I'm like, that's crazy because the man that I have in mind that, that is going to love me is going to make sure that I, my shoes match my pants, is going to make sure that I got the best lighting, is going to keep my camera up, is going to be my hype man, is going to like the pictures, is going to share the pictures. I don't need every man in the world to accept me. I need to be authentic so I can find my you don't yes. need every girl to be your friend. I got three tight, tight friends and I'd be overwhelmed when I'm trying to make a new one. Hell, I've been trying to get to y'all for, let's be honest, a year and a half because a bitch be at capacity. And I am a highly polarized person. Either you love me and you want to get to me or you're like, I can't wait for her to fall off. Cliff notes, it ain't going to happen. But, you know, so, so understand that is, is to do some self-exploration. When was the last time I felt like myself? So start doing those activities. Start telling people what you want and giving them the opportunity to tell you that they are holding space for someone else so they can move on. There's nothing more lonely than giving yourself away and being empty and alone. So that's, that's my recommendation. Girl, you preaching. It's just so funny. I just want to say really quickly, growing up in church and being, you know, having so much shame and not being comfortable with who I am, I feel like now, you know, we're able to connect with you. Like, I think the old me who was like very fearful would, you know, shun confident women. It would have been a trigger, right? To see someone that's so bold and courageous and like, wait, because I'm not doing that, right? So I totally, you're just so spot on with everything you're saying. I do. In closing, I want to ask you two questions if we have time. The first one, can you talk about 
being an HR hoe and how you off board relationships. Cause I, I heard that in the interview and I said, Oh, she be off board. You gotta, you gotta get people hip to I game. <laughs> what is this? HR hoes are a joke or kind of a name that some of my friends have given me because you know, you do three things and I'm like, for what I know to be true about you, this relationship isn't working. However, I would like to thank you for your efforts and I wish you the best in future endeavors. Today will be the last day that you will speak to me. I will not block you. You are welcome to continue to watch. Wishing you the best. Do not use me for references. I love it. I I'm, love I'm it. Very you much need that. to trademark that. Like okay. start selling, selling, selling that. You need to sell that. Because no, so absolutely. many people would benefit from being able to word it exactly like that. Yeah. You know, and when I'm when I'm witnessing and dating, I, like I look for the threes. I'm not gonna hold anything against you. You got three opportunities. The first time I'm telling you, call me. The second time I'm reminding you what I told you. The third time, if you get off for it, you want to do this in person or you want to do this over text? Okay. Because I'm I'm gonna get my closure. Oh, we love that for you. We love that for you. So those folks that are listening and they're like, I mean. She just dropping all the gems, right? And they're like, all right, we, we got we got the yoga part down. Mindset coaching. Mm-hmm. How do they and we know you're busy and your time is valuable. So how can one connect with you if they are like, Yeah, I need to get I need to get this confident mindset together? Yeah. So the beautiful thing or the interesting thing is right now, I only coach through divine appointment. You guys see my page and you see that I never advertise my services. Yeah, I serve about 150 women through my coaching program every month. So it's really, I don't know how to say it other than you got to interact, engage. You come to my page and I, and I see you there and I see your comments and things like that. Eventually, I will send you an invitation in the first coaching call is me wanting to get to know you. I am really interested in other women, in your stories. Like literally, I will dedicate one hour, which is partly why I'm busy. And and if one hour, I believe that um, you are aware, that you are ready. I will give you some free games, some coaching gyms, like kind of what we dropped here. Maybe even tell them about a book and you can go on and do it on your own. But if their problem is something within my genius zone and something that makes me excited to say it, to serve and support. Only then will I invite them into my world. And in 90 days, I will transform you. I say, I say it, I teach women how to become the star of their own show. Too many of us keep playing side bitch and best supporting actresses in our own movie. That's crazy. So I will teach you how to be the star of your own show through giving you all of the tools, accountability and support to have unfuckable joy and self-love. So you got to follow me and comment. And from there, be patient and I'll get to you. There you have it, ladies. That is so amazing. What a way to build a brand and business doing what you absolutely love to do and things that people probably wouldn't even see the vision for, right? But you saw it, you're here, you're doing it. And we appreciate you. So let let our listeners know, please. How they can, I know you talked a little bit about, you know, the services that you offer, but where can they connect with you with your Instagram handle, all that good stuff so they can come and support and 
be divinely aligned for this session. Yes. Yes. So everywhere you can find me, Trap Yoga Bay. I have the Trap Yoga Bay app, which is my online community where there are over 4,000 women. It's a lot like Instagram, but all positive and all love. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram, Ask Trap Yoga Bay. That's T R A P Y O G A B A E. You can also hit my website up, trapyogabay.com. Like, I always say, Google me, baby. Google me, boo. Google me, boo. Google me, boo. All right. Okay. Thank yes. you so much, Brittany. Thank you for having me. What a delight. Hey, lady. It's Dr. Dom here from the Cultivating Her Space podcast. Are you currently a resident of the state of California and contemplating starting your therapy journey? Well, if so, please reach out to me at drdominiquebroussard.com. That's D R D O M I. N-I-Q-U-E-B-R-O-U-S-S-A-R-D.com to schedule a free 15-minute consultation. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for joining us today. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help, advice, self-empowerment, and mental health but is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, visit our website at cultivatingherspace.com. And be sure to click the Patreon tab to get access to video content, bonuses, and our weekly after show. And before we meet again, repeat after me. Just because I can do it all doesn't mean I have to do it all.